Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am your captain this particular week, and my name is John Carr. With me, as always, are my first mates and skipper. You guys can decide which role you are, Harland well, they, and Kyle. They say you never forget your first mate, so I think I can I can handle that. I'm, that's me. I'm Kyle. I'll be your first mate. I feel yeah, like it's presumptuous. You made now, it. Give me your V card. You made it <laughs> sexual, so I'm gonna. I'll let you have that one. You I'm, can. You can skip on this one. Just so that means you're the skipper. You're good. Uh huh. Yeah, I do jump rope on the on the poop deck. Okay. <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Oh, that that was crossing the line for you, John. Poop deck. <laughs> and Kyle, presuming to have been your first mate. Was it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the original sin, baby. Let's do this. Oh my god. No homo. Oh, well, everyone. Plenty welcome. of homo. We're we're very excited about uh, this week's topic, or at least I am, because I've only told you a mere few hours ago about what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. this week we are discussing the catastrophe that was the release <laughs> of Cyberpunk 2077. And boy, mm-hmm. was it! glorious to to watch all of the the awesome game glitches i've seen and watched like you know there's like tiktoks and youtube videos where people are trying to play the game Mm -hmm. i there is i mean one of my favorite subs on reddit is um game physics and oh Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) when a game goes awry when the code don't do you no favors and boy (laughs) did this game really deliver with that but that wasn't the point but we'll get into that so let's dive in so i feel like uh we have to start quite at the beginning with this whole uh saga that is what this is and so uh quickly my sources for this are um a video from uh wrestlegamia which has one of the best theme songs on the market today and a New York Times article by Mike Isaac and uh, Kellen Browning. So those are my two, my two sources for this. And well, uh, did you guys <laughs> know that Cyberpunk was actually a tabletop game first? I I didn't yeah. know I didn't know it was a tabletop game. I yeah, it was I, a straight RPG like Dungeons and Dragons style huh. game that was all, that all came I out knew. Nineteen ninety. All I knew about the backstory of Cyberpunk was that they're they've been trying to make this game for a long time. Yeah, it, right? it has been a, a long time coming. But um, the game was first designed by Mike Pondsmith, and it was a tabletop game that came out in 1990, and it was originally referencing like the true cyberpunks of the 1980s. And so, like Blade Runner was a huge inspiration for him. Of course. And there was, uh, you know, four different versions of it. Oh, sorry. The first came out in 1988, and then the second one came out in 1990. Oh, perfect. Nice. Yeah, that so makes those sense. Were, those were the, the first iterations of it. And, yeah, so 
that was its its grassroots. And then uh, CD Projekt, the Polish design studio behind The Witcher, which oh. did so many, so many versions of that, uh, announced in 2012 that it was going to be releasing Cyberpunk 2077. Right. Okay. That's 2012. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening in the deep future, it is currently 2021. Yeah. And this game came out in 2020. So, uh, it's quite a long fucking time to <laughs> for make game, a game development. <laughs> yeah. But the thing was is that you know, I did a little bit of research on CD Project Red and they I mean, I've never played The Witcher. I don't know about you guys. I almost got Witcher 3, but I had yeah, the just Wild Hunt. Yeah, I had just been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was like, I don't know if I can handle another fucking open world game that's yeah. that immersive. Mm-hmm. And it, it's the same reason why I have like no interest in playing Cyberpunk 2077, 20, 20, because mm-hmm. it's just like, I can't go down that path. I need something totally different now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've, I feel the same way. I've, I've been learning that about my own game playing recently, having spent so many hours in red dead <laughs> and i was like you know what i need something with structure i need yeah. something that's a very like a to b yeah give me a platformer please <laughs> oh man i'm like kind of the opposite my, i have too many side quests in my real life <laughs> so but meanwhile um, the the thing that i crave is like deep customization and exploration capabilities and whatever so that, that's great it's great and all but like it, yeah man fuck i don't know yeah everybody's a little I mean, different i guess like, look i've got an iphone i don't need any of that <laughs> right <laughs> i'm trying to minimize to... my life and live fewer lives you yeah. can change your icons now though watch out bro i know <laughs> it's scary it's like somebody jailbroke my shit <laughs> um so th- i mean the the hype around the witcher in general was like it was one of the most sort of revered games that came out especially for pc that was like the biggest one was like it's just incredible quality and attention to detail and so that was what cd project kind of became known for and so when they announced that they were going to do this that's really when it all became like oh fuck like they're going to do it you know the right way because they've done so much with these other games sure so the hype was built up you know people were expecting greatness oh my god there the hype Oh my god, the hype. This is just like that that's 90% of what this game is really about. So like based Yeah, they on got what, fucking Keanu, baby. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So based on <clears throat> what I could kind of find, the original budget was sort of quoted at 120 million. Casual. But. Now, what do we have? Do we have a reference point for like something like Red Dead or a Rockstar project? I don't do- have any reference for that, but I do have the what is the most expensive game to date. So, um, so on November twenty fourth, uh, the Polish brokerage company DMBOS suggested that the cyberpunk budget was closer to three hundred and fifteen million. Jesus Christ. Wow. That's, just that's, really quick, guys. I did a quick Google. I, was, I just typed in how much did San Andreas take to make, meaning GTA, but that's not what came up. Mm-hmm. What came up was the The Rock movie. Oh, okay, fucking yeah. San Andreas. Okay, Guess well, what Kyle, the budget for that was. Uh, I'm gonna say 200 million. 
110 million dollars okay 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 well hang on okay kyle before (laughs) i move on then because i also did some quick googling (laughs) oh my god and i did google how much did red dead redemption 2 cost to make Uh uh-huh and it was between 80 and 100 million so it costs almost the same amount of money (laughs) as the san andreas rock movie (laughs) that's fucking peasant money yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i think like endgame costs like 320 million dollars to make see that i can yeah i can I my beak that. into that shit yeah, well the I'm other thing there. you have to the other thing you have to think about too and i think we mentioned this maybe in a past episode when you're factoring in like production cost for a movie i assume it's probably the same for a video game especially a video game of this magnitude mm-hmm. typically the rule of thumb is you double that production cost for advertising alone so yeah, right. <laughs> cyberpunk spent 300 million dollars they spent close to the same amount on advertising alone that's almost a billion dollar venture that's fucking crazy I, and i have to imagine that like that the marketing budget definitely exceeded what the doubling is because so oh yeah they they got canceled it and they push it back the same thing happened with red dead they got they pushed it back like three times yes um so for our reference point the most expensive game to date was destiny and it was at 514 million dollars i that's destiny one that is bananas see that, that almost in comprehensible money for a project pretty beautiful skyboxes in that game i'll say <laughs> to me though it makes more sense for a video game at, at this caliber to cost that much uh just based on the man hours alone to design mm-hmm. literally from the ground up it's not like like movies i understand they cost a lot because of similar things but there's you don't have to code and you don't have to design literally everything from the fucking ground up you have real people mm-hmm. you can build mm-hmm. real sets for much cheaper you can cheaper. hire christian bale that's easy yep. Yep. you can hire a christian bale stunt double for the days that is just the back of his sure. head yeah you know totally. there's ways mm-hmm. that you can cut costs on a movie but a video <laughs> game it feels like there's no like cutting costs because yeah. then it just doesn't work You're, the entire thing is literally you paying for talent yeah exactly it's 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 pretty i mean it makes like i said it makes more sense that a video game would cost that much yeah um it's still fucking mind-blowing though oh, it's I mean, so that much was, money they had it's so much they had money. just sold they had just sold halo to fucking microsoft and they're like we need to re-establish ourselves as not the halo company so i get <laughs> yeah, why they yeah. fucking threw everything at destiny it makes sense to me yeah 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 i, I get it too so uh, one of the big stances that uh, CD Projekt wanted to sort of put out there in the beginning was like they're not going to do any microtransactions in their game. That was like a big thing for them. They put their foot down as like, yay, yeah, we're good not on them. Have... So for everyone else, the you know, microtransactions makes you buy more things with actual money in the game of when it should have already been included in the game. It's just like a greedy yeah, way to <clears throat> make side cash. Yeah, it's paid a, that... it's paid a win yeah pay to win kind of shit so um, not always not always not always, not always but, yeah. but like games like, like Fortnite and uh battlefront they got a lot of yeah, shit battlefront for micro the, the worst one yeah um but uh like destiny as an example is it's purely cosmetic things you can buy mm-hmm. yeah yeah um like nothing else happens so the quote that we will see maybe aging like milk here is uh <laughs> 
we leave the greed to others. You get what you pay for with our game. So that was their stance on the microtransactions. I see. Okay. The, the, out of context. <laughs> uh-huh. That could yeah. mean definitely something different. Yeah. So um, now we're just going to get into the hype of it a little bit. And I, I know like between all of us, you could not open an internet browser without getting slapped in the face mm-hmm. with an ad for this fucking video game. Yep. For months. If Back not if, the marketing. I mean, frankly, if not years. Because yeah, it, it, it yeah, feels dude. like it was years. So the, no, the, I mean, I, the game was delayed into three times. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it kept getting pushed back because of so many fucking bad things that were happening with pr- the production of it. But so the game was supposed to combine all of the best elements of sci fi's greatest hits. So, like, Strange Days meets Blade Runner meets The Matrix. And what more could say The Matrix other than getting Keanu himself? Getting yeah. the Matrix himself. Getting There's the also, there Matrix are... him, Neo. Hello, Mr. Matrix. Mr. Matrix. John Matrix. Um, <laughs> there's also a little bit of Akira in there, and I know this, mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. obviously in the style, but also uh, before we did this episode, I was like doing a, a little bit of cursory research, and one thing came across uh, in my search, uh, my searching like just specifically the ad placements not the real world ads mm-hmm. but the in-game ads and there were like ads that were mimicking the famous motorcycle shot from akira mm-hmm. and i just thought that oh, was wow. interesting that they like really so there is like they tried they tried to like actually reference some of this stuff which is cool but uh yeah yeah just <laughs> and i feel like it's so much of it was like you know the matrix meets gta meets uh blade runner 2049 or whatever the the newest blade runner was and yeah so they like they spent money to get keanu to go to the game developers conference in 2029 or in 2019 Mm -hmm. to burst out onto stage in a cloud of smoke after yeah the video released his character so right what was it was was pretty great what was the phrase that um oh you're breathtaking you're breathtaking yeah (laughs) that turned into a fucking meme Mm -hmm. you're breathtaking which then also like basically set up everyone saying that this entire game was just going to be a meme that was like floated across so many internet communities and reddit sub sub like subreddits and it was just like people were battening down the hatches for the entire game to be a meme yeah well well the most recent one that i saw on tiktok was people cutting up the i think it's the original ad or just like snippets from the promotional thing with Mm -hmm. Keanu on stage where they like would cut the audio, the dialogue to make it sound like he's saying something sort of sexual (laughs) and it would be playing the cyberpunk like music behind him. And he Mm -hmm. would say something like, you've got to come down or whatever the song was. And they did that. So that was the most recent meme. And boy, does it, it's one of the most heart, pumping adrenaline creating sort of memes that's all based Mm -hmm. around him saying come (laughs) yes which is great i mean good for you guys i mean it really it puts ingenuity out there people sure video editing skills all that nonsense Mm -hmm. especially when the the product itself is like lackluster 
to put it mildly, mm-hmm. because people really run with it when they're like, "This sucks," kind of, yeah, like, kind of like kind of <laughs> fuck this game. This is my, this is how I'm gonna get back at how they let me down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's like, oh, you took my money. <laughs> I'm gonna drag you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Cyberpunk's rollout was one of the most visible disasters in the history of video games. Um, <laughs> with what was quoted as visible a high-profile flameout in the midst midst of the holiday shopping season by a studio widely considered to be an industry darling so it's wow it's its release was in december and so this was supposed to be like the video game gift of the year or you know the thing that everyone was going to be buying but almost as soon as the game arrived players began posting screenshots of like terrible glitches obviously (laughs) subreddits started being created that are now just devoted to the frequent and nonsensical bugs that users find as they travel like throughout the whole thing so (laughs) one of the frequent glitches appears to go go into t pose which is like just the standard like oh yeah character model design sort of domination yeah jesus christ pose kind of thing standing with their arms raised to either side suddenly losing their pants (laughs) <laughs> to which the reddit the reddit community described as straight donald duck in it yes yeah. i feel like we've been saying that for years oh absolutely it, it is a known thing but the, the other thing to mention in this t-pose glitch though is the fact that there are customizable genitals are there really you didn't oh, yeah. know this no i didn't that's one yeah, of the just... main things is that you can give him a fucking hog, bro. Oh my god, that did not yeah, come up was... in the New York Times article that I read. About well, that, yeah, the New York <laughs> Times are prudes. We all know that. But there was one glitch that I saw where, like, even in the customization uh, section, uh-huh. like the character creation, where you would adjust the your the penis size, and oh it wouldn't. It, like you would the character would have pants on and you would try and adjust the penis size with pants on and it would slowly creep through the pants <laughs> like the pants wouldn't adjust to like a bulge size so it would just be like this little snail that would pop out <laughs> <laughs> of oh your sweet God. leather pants <laughs> jesus christ apparently yeah. there were a lot of bush weird... options too i think yeah this is a weird uh, image search i'm doing right now but it's not really <laughs> going the way i wanted to i can't even imagine Uh, i went i I will say i went out of my way to find out about the genitalia uh creation customization yeah apparently you would also like do that donald duck and t-pose riding a motorcycle and some of the other shit that's just (laughs) like i've seen a lot i have seen a lot of oh my god this ad incredible Um, customize your cock that's not what it actually says, but enlarge your balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, become cavernous. <laughs> Go inverted. <laughs> also known as a vagina. <laughs> Jesus. Become inverted. Holy shit. Uh <laughs> I will say, you know what, it is, it, it, <laughs> there's finally someone was daring enough and bold enough to add genitalia customization to a character. You know what I mean? I, right, mm-hmm. this is not a Barbie doll. This is not a Ken doll. Exactly. This is, oh, this is real life. There are no, some, this is as real as it gets. There are some issues that I will overview of where that is also 
a problem. (laughs) One other thing, though, like as much as I just like gave them a commendation of like create like adding genital customization, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that at no point in gameplay that has any real attributes to the character. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, so it's only cosmetic. (laughs) Gonna gonna touch on that. So oh, uh, thank God. One of the other things that was like a a fairly famous video that came out was uh, one user was going through the play and decided that he was going to throw a grenade into an area where there was a whole bunch of cars mm-hmm. and he flung it through the buildings and seemingly out of nowhere cars exploding for no reason and then the npcs acted so unnaturally that they completed completely ruined the gaming experience and so like he threw a grenade into rush hour traffic and all of the npcs at once opened their car doors to leave the vehicles and crouch for cover so like everybody all at once and it was it was then <laughs> recut as the opening scene from la la land so like the music and everything like that they like oh my cut god that. yeah that's incredible nice. i saw one from a playthrough of, of uh adam plays if anybody watches i highly recommend and he's he's playing it and there's a there's sort of like a it's it's a glitch where he's like you have like your uh your home base like your apartment or whatever Mm -hmm. and he keeps going out into the hallway murdering somebody the cops would come and then he would run into his house and the like in in gta it would be like you know you're the stars your five star threat level or whatever yeah your threat level it would like disappear the moment he went back into his apartment so he would just keep going out murder people go back in and then be fine but like the same thing would happen where everybody all the npcs that he wasn't murdering were just cowering and so Mm -hmm. he couldn't interact with anybody and then i think at Uh. one point in his apartment a dead body that he had murdered just spawned in his apartment (laughs) (laughs) and it was horrifying it was like something out of the thing (laughs) very abrupt yes so um Yes, some of the other issues were like just the game completely crashing for no fucking reason, just out of nowhere. Like, oh yeah, it, I saw a lot of those blue screen screenshots. Yeah, apparently it would it wouldn't save files over eight megabytes, which is tiny. Wait, and what? So it would I, just like completely shut the shit down. That's like less Damn. than what a a modern digital camera photo takes. Yes, so like <laughs> auto saves were basically rendered useless, so it just wouldn't do it. But hang on, won't do it. You spent three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. How is that overlooked? Oh, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why, but we're gonna cover all of the like bad issues and then get into why there's bad issues. So, <laughs> okay. Um, the <laughs> game was almost unplayable on older consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. your PS4 big... sounded like it was like a jet engine about to take off. Yes everyone was experiencing crashing basically unless you were playing it on a pc or a brand new uh ps5 even the ps5 i think had issues with it as well mm-hmm. but um this is so brutal yeah there was like cultural cultural appropriation issues apparently there's a gang in the game called the voodoo boys uh-huh. that in the tabletop game they were all white uh-huh. which is a problem to begin with sure and then the commentary was so in the game that came out they were now black and had haitian they were black haitians Uh that were speaking in a creole accent with creole verbiage Uh and so the game creator was saying that the white boys were a harsh critique on cultural appropriation and that the haitians moved in and retook their turf 
you, okay, so from the board game to yes. this version. But even okay. still, why, even still, there's issues with that. Yeah, why even have that connection? Why does it need to be there? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so that could have just cut out the Voodoo Boys thing entirely, entirely. Yes. Yeah, which, or cre create a whole new thing and call it something different within this world. Like that's the thing that I have like an yeah, issue. Like, call it the colonizers and just <laughs> go with it. <laughs> yeah, or or just make up a, another word that doesn't exist within our reality. That's yes. the thing mm -hmm. that I never really understood about certain video games, especially ones that take place in the future. Like, I understand, like, something like Red Dead, I know we keep referencing it, but, like, they have things like the Pinkertons, and they have, you know, mm -hmm. they reference slavery because it is a period piece, right? But something that takes place in the future, like, why even reference, like, our reality? Like, just make a whole new thing. You're yeah. already doing that. Why even run the risk of, like, not understanding a culture and then getting mm -hmm. it wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. A good example of something that kind of does what we're talking about, though, I feel like is if you watch the Warriors, where they have all the different sorts of like gang mm -hmm. people, yeah. you have like the baseball furies. Like, just do that. Yeah, just take an activity. Extremely harmless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and another like big piece of controversy was uh, the representation of the trans community in this game. So. There was some oh fetishizing, I guess, of it. And also hmm. the fact that uh, NPCs were gendered based on voice tones and not on anything else. And so, like, if a player had a deep voice tone, it was automatically male. And if a player oh. had a higher voice tone, it was automatically female. And so that was a big sort of Pro call out, especially with, like, this gender or genital customization, which I've now it makes a lot more sense why this is so problematic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but the fact that there's also no LGBTQ like visibility at all throughout the game. So that was something that was called out and mm. it, it just took a lot of criticism for the way that they went about using NPC voice tones and genderizing them and like sort of making like androgynous bodies, but forcing them into one thing or the other. But right. There's not really much nuance yeah, within exactly. the nuance in mm -hmm. a way that's true for a lot of video games too though absolutely definitely um, so after three days uh or like after all of this harsh criticism was coming out the board sort of put out a statement essentially that said after three delays we as the management board were too focused on releasing the game we underestimated the scale and complexity of the issues we ignored the signals about the need for additional time to refine the game on the base last-gen consoles. It was the wrong approach and against our business philosophy. On top of that, during the campaign, we showed the game on PC, which caused loss of gamers' trust and the reputation that we have been building to be a big part of our lives. And so, trying to speak to some of like the issues that were coming out, which was like, from what I read, nobody was able to get their hands on this game up until days before to review it and the only people that got things to review it were pc gamers because they yeah. were quote working on this until the day it launched yeah that's and, yeah definitely that's, I, I remember seeing i was like isn't it supposed to be out and people were reviewing it like as, like as the first reviews and mm -hmm. i was like they're getting pushed to me and i'm like i thought this was out today yeah <laughs> like <laughs> there's usually a lot more lead time on this yeah yeah I, I pretty bad 
I I don't that that happens again. I know it's a different industry, but excuse me. Um, you know, uh, like movie reviewers, they get like you know, uh, pre screeners for movies to review. Mm-hmm. Yep, it makes total sense. Um, but if you're gonna release a game in a similar fashion, that's also supposed to be released on a console. Only giving it to PC quote unquote reviewers or players yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's that's an issue. That's definitely a a big red flag. Big red flag. And so some of the things that also contributed to this, so you know, it was full of bugs, all of this stuff. Everyone felt like, you know, there wasn't enough lead time. And it was basically because the deadlines were set by the board and the employees of this company were completely and totally overworked. So they were working under crunch time, heavy air quotes around crunch mm-hmm. time, um, which was just basically high pressure to work long hours. And so these people were just like forced into overtime work to try and meet insanely unrealistic deadlines. And the result of that was their company got completely shredded on Glassdoor. Like, oh no, completely shredded. One of the quotes from Glassdoor was the owners treat the company as a machine to earn money and do not see the employees as people, but more like data in the table. Like, that's, that's, hmm. that's so sad because I recently watched, um, there's like a behind the scenes documentary on YouTube about the making of, um, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. And there's a similar thing that they kind of touch on where it's like, they did get into like a crunch time and they're like, we're not sure if there's going to even like play test. Yeah. And they have a deadline and I understand deadlines and like, it's a thing and the certain mm-hmm. games have to be done at a certain time. Same mm-hmm. with movies, but like that, that kind of sucks that it's from what it sounds like you're saying, it wasn't so much the people managing the, the developers as it was the shareholders yes. or executives pushing, mm-hmm. which Another great example is when a movie, specifically, uh, if you guys remember The Thing from 2011, Mm -hmm. they built all of these practical effects that looked fucking awesome, and at the last minute, the executives stepped in and they were like, no, it doesn't look real enough. So they covered all of the practical effects up with CGI Mm -hmm. in a crunch time, in a very short period of time. Yeah. Uh, to get to meet that deadline and it looked like absolute dog shit executives fuck shit up all the time and stuff yes. like this absolutely like i told that was understand. a long-winded way of saying that executives <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. shit up like this all the time yeah i mean i totally understand like having to meet and like you know we need this finished at some point but i mean those deadlines are so arbitrary it's not like you know you're curing cancer you're making a video game about right yeah neon. exactly chill out <laughs> So like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. this one, I can understand the board getting frustrated. It, it was almost an entire decade to build a game. Right. But like, where did, what Granted, was the I starting have no idea point what goes into making a video game? I've never made one. I don't know right. anything about it, but what was this like a long time? <laughs> that's the thing is like, what was the starting point for the game? Like how many people did they have working on initially? Mm-hmm. How long did that ramp up take? How much did the story change? you know everything how much did the art change how much did you know it's it's crazy yeah how long did it take to get keanu (laughs) i saw the uh the the original art for what's his name johnny steelhand something like that oh my god is that his name yeah it's something like that yeah i'm pretty sure it's johnny steelhand 
or steel arm or some shit. Uh, hey, where'd you get that arm? I stealed it. Um, Silverhand, Johnny uh, Silverhand. Jo- thank you, Silverhand, Silver Johnny Silverhand. Hand. Um, but I saw the original artwork from before. Like the Keanu thing was definitely not like something they set out to do, but the character already existed, so I'm sure they got started on him and then had to go back and rework all that shit once they got Keanu. Yeah. And I'm sure that was a, probably a pretty easy get. He seems like a pretty agreeable fella. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 I mean, again he was in a SpongeBob it, movie, so why not? He could, be in, he could be in Cyberpunk. He might be a huge fan. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that you have to think about is like how how limited did the game like concepts start with 10 years ago? Like how open world was it actually? And then how much did maybe that shift to try and tie in a bunch of other narratives like side quests, all that other stuff uh, to also still then make sense. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that blows my mind in a lot of these games is that like, we're getting closer and closer to like true open world stuff where you can literally do whatever you want and it will affect the overall main story to the point where no one will have the same outcome as anybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is just thinking about it hurts my head. You know what I mean? I'll say this. I saw a thing that it was like a bunch of different starting, I guess like technically like what a class would be. Sure. I think you could play like street kid or like, Fucking, I don't know, like other types of fucking classes. But someone was asking, like, "Hey, if does it uh, on on Reddit somewhere? I saw this. I was like, hey, does it matter if I start as this character or this character?" And it's like, the only difference is that each each type has their own unique like side quest thing. Mm, that sure, sense, yeah, it doesn't yeah. affect the overall story at all. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Well, that yeah. sucks. That 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 makes everything I just said moot. <laughs> The other thing, well, I mean, but you are right. Like Red Dead does, gets closer, uh, but uh, but even but then, also, like you, you still end up with the same outcome. Sorry, John, no spoilers. But oh, I gave up on that game. Don't worry. Oh, okay. You will still end up with the same uh, story outcome. It's just sure. the gameplay side quests happen at different points. Yeah. So sure. like it's you'll like have Skyrim, a different God of War, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you'll have a different stuff. playthrough experience, but the story will always end the same. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The other thing I saw was they recently patched out a glitch that allowed you to fuck Keanu Reeves endlessly or whatever. <laughs> Are you so kidding? That's that's gone now. You can't no. fuck Johnny Silverhand. Oh, that's a shame. Did he enjoy it? Was it consensual? <laughs> I guess is the I main know. question. There's probably some weird video. I'm sure there's some weird videos on that. So, I'll look yeah, it up later. Now, now that we're in the sort of like the end of this shit show um yeah one of the statements came out after the launch and after everyone's experienced all of these horrible things oh there was also an epilepsy issue i forgot to mention that uh people who suffered from seizures were having a lot of trouble with this game um so there's naturally a massive fucking backlash because everybody who spent 60 bucks to get this game is fucking pissed Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they can't play the game. It's not saving. Their pants are falling off. They can't fuck Keanu <laughs> endlessly anymore. <laughs> their, pants, their pants are falling off in real life as well. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. completely eviscerated them. Totally immersive experience. Um, the company is trying to produce patches as quickly as possible God. to stop the Keanu sex stuff. Um, <laughs> Essentially, reshoots for a video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the, one of the quotes was. Uh, this is a garbage game that is totally unplayable. Um, and 
The Thursday after it was released, Sony said it would refund players who wanted to return the game and completely pulled Cyberpunk from its digital store. So that happened yeah. fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, while that also happened, uh, CD Projekt Red company's stock fell 41%. Oh, boy. Same day? In, in, well, in the course of a week. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a fucking big swing. Yeah. <laughs> For a day. Yeah. Jesus. And it they came out and said basically Friday at the end of the week that it would refund all of the disappointed players out of their own pocket if necessary. So like God. you went in and you spent three hundred and fifteen million dollars to make this game over the course of ten years. Not only are you continuing to lose money, but now you are paying people who bought your game. Like <sighs> Fuck. There's a part of me that feels sort of sad for CD Projekt Red. And because it's still the highest selling PC game ever. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, is that it seems like it was something that one, people really wanted. Two, they seem like they had good intentions, right? Mm-hmm. That they really wanted to make a good game. I mean, if you look at some of the playthroughs that aren't absolute dog shit, it's an interesting, cool thing. There's not really anything like it on the market. You've got a lot of fantasy stuff. You've got period stuff. You've got, you know, uh, modern day stuff. But there's not a lot of stuff that genuinely, I think, looks like Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. And it's a really big bummer that the one game that was supposed to be unique and be this new sort of game fucking fumbled it so hard bro yeah and basically completely lost all of the trust that they built with the witcher games and like yeah all all of their internet communities who just sung their praises and went to the conventions and things like that like it's it's such it's such a sad like tragic like shakespearean tragedy Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways uh man well it's also just like hey you know don't put it on don't put anything on a pedestal oh for sure like this is this is gonna be a an example this this sets an example for every other game from here on out hopefully i don't know that might be kind of hopeful in my mind (laughs) because again it sounds like a lot of the issues came from scheduling uh executive conflict shareholder conflict Mm -hmm. all of these people who are not creative people forcing this thing to happen when it was not ready they gave us still birth dude Mm -hmm. it's such a bummer (laughs) but also though (laughs) the memes are good the memes are so good (laughs) the memes are really good they will live in infamy yeah (laughs) they just cd project red just needs to lean into the meme factor a little bit i think and embrace it like like that that's your ad sort of content now memes. that's a total swallowing of your own pride though like just like really yeah but really but it humanizes the company it makes them uh, seem self-aware enough to know that they fucked up you know you you generate and garner trust back in the community Mm -hmm. that way from now on yep 
I don't know. And what do I know? I only went to, you know, I'm only in school for marketing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I went to Juilliard. <laughs> no, I almost said I graduated at marketing. <laughs> I only went to Juilliard. I don't fucking know. I've not graduated. I'm not Boy, I can to play lie. the shit out of a piano, but I can't talk about fucking Keanu Reeves for two <laughs> minutes. So I think the end of this, which is the statement that, again, uh, was made by the company, which is you get what you pay for. Which I'm not really sure we got here with that. Mm, yeah, no. I, I mean, I've, sixty bucks does not inflation. You got to take inflation to yeah, account. I guess so, so sixty bucks yeah. really doesn't yeah. get you what it used to. Well, I, I was also gonna say it's <laughs> as if they're if they're specifically talking about the money that they put into creating this. Uh-huh. It seems kind of like we're on a bell curve situation sure. where like zero dollars gets you nothing. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around one hundred and fifty gets you a solid good game. The more right. money you end up dumping into it, though, you st- end up on the other side of the spectrum at like, oh, maybe we did too much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Too much. We, we, went, we added too many things and now we're back at zero. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But I think, you know, the damage is definitely done. Seems like that. I don't know. I think that they can they can crawl out of this hole, though, personally. It, 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 it has to come from a marketing standpoint in my my. uh Mm. opinion yeah they have in to your, like in your juilliard professional my, in my juilliard my uh, uh, classically trained piano you gotta spin you, it you gotta enter the spin zone mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> you just gotta kind of do the uh what's that emoji the shrugging emoji guy they just need to have the guy at cg mr cd project red mr red come yeah. out and go uh, well we fucked up we fucked up but those <laughs> like, glitches are pretty funny yep <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for thanks for walking through that with me boys of course yes. thank you john that was fun now go buy c uh go buy cd project red the company yeah, and do a better it. job <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for joining us we hope to see you again soon this podcast is a product of bird bar incorporated 